Couples who food shop together. Financial dominatrix. No, really, it's a thing. And the mullet. Is it really making a comeback? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another engaging episode of Brilliant Observations. Here with me today, I have Amy Fugazi. Hi, Amy. Well, hello. And the ever-popular John Jamingo. Hey, Johnny. And very sleepy. Oh, yeah. You were up late working last night. I was up late. late. Well, you know what? I was not as late as I normally was, but when I got, I guess I was overtired. So when I was overtired, I got upstairs and I could not get to sleep until like four o'clock in the morning. And then it was just like someone hit me. I didn't go to sleep. I just lost consciousness. And then I came to at like an hour before we had to to do this. And then I had set work that I needed to get done this morning. So I had to come down here and hurry up through that so that we could do this. John, do you drink at all? Alcohol? No. <laughs> Not at all? No, not really. I mean, I can. It's not like I'm on a 12-step or anything like that, but I choose not to. Like, I'm not a big fan of beer, and, you know, if I'm out somewhere, I might have a Jack Daniels and Coke or something, you know, one or two. Do you have a bottle of Jack Daniels anywhere in your house right now? Yeah. So on those nights that you can't sleep, do you ever think, maybe I'll have two shots and... No. Uh, Honestly, that never really comes to my... That's something that never really comes to my mind. Although, I was thinking about going out and getting a bottle of CBD oil. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's so debatable. I really feel like it's it's a magical cure for some and fucking BS for others. And I, I feel like that depends on from where you get it. Right. And and you get CBD and hope that there's a hint of leakage of THC and whatever it is that you're using it on as an ointment, as a, as a tincture under your tongue, whatever you're using, you kind of hope that some of that THC slipped in there. Just, it depends. If it's a mass production somewhere in Ohio, it's not happening. But if it's like in somebody's backyard and their side <laughs> business that maybe everything didn't get filtered out, that's where you want to get it from. So find that side backyard business. So this is a tangent. It wasn't even on the board, but I got to tell you the story. So one of the podcasts that I used to edit, they went on hiatus, was called um, Marie and Jane. And it was all about... Women getting into the marijuana business. Mary Jane, yeah. Mar- Maria and yep. Jane is what it was called. So they're the one of the first guests they had was this girl. She's a woman. She's like 20, 29 or maybe 30 or something like that. And she, to me, is like the the queen of pot, the queen of marijuana. And Did she go to Delaware? No. Oh. But the thing, <laughs> the thing about it was... That this woman knows knew so much about marijuana and I mean the the chemistry in it and everything else and she has her own podcast now called uh, Soil in the Oil or Oil in the Soil it's, I think it's Soil to Oil or something like that that was the name of her podcast and she has like this little girl's voice but uh, knowledge of marijuana was unbelievable and she was like you know some of these people they just take the seeds hemp seeds and they try to make that as uh, CBD and that's not really how you do it and all. And so whenever I have any questions and I I did send an email, I reach out to her because she'll tell me where to get the good stuff. I hope she does because I do feel like they 
Uh, did she answer you, by the way? I just sent it this morning because oh, okay. I just said, hey, remember me? Because you hit the wall and you needed to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I gave customers. Yeah. I gave my dogs CBD cookies. Remember the two dogs I had that fought all the time? Yeah. I used to try to crack them out a little. And then it's not that's not what CBD does. It doesn't really crack you out unless you get the good stuff, which, you know, right. that, the backyard stuff. But I, I would I would have given them THC also. It's everywhere now. Our local pet store, ha- it's everywhere now. So I don't really trust, I don't want to say the integrity of, I'm sure there is CBD. I think there's a lawsuit where they can't even do that. They have to call it hemp oil. I, I don't know. There's a whole thing out. Right. The internet's the best place. It's I have a re- friend who swears by it. It's the most, if the, the fact that marijuana is not legal nationally Dumb. in this country is ridiculous. Dumb. And you're talking to a guy who hates, He's never tried it. I've never tried marijuana. And I don't, even if it was legal, I don't know if I would. Me neither. I mean, maybe in an edible, whatever. But uh, so my thing is that it's the same as alcohol and beer. And the only reason that it's not legal is because of the alcohol and the beer industry. They don't want it legal. And if they were smart, they would tax the shit out of it and and get out of debt. And, I mean, you'd watch our national debt pretty much disappear if they legalized. That's the problem. It's not that that would might be true if we had uh, people that were in power that handled the money just wouldn't say, hey, look, more money to spend. <laughs> oh, you know? no. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so did you guys – I know, Melissa, you watch Dave Chappelle – Amy, did you see the Dave Chappelle special? I haven't. I've been desperate to see it since I've heard you guys talk about it. I've heard other people talk about it. I, I don't love even know Dave Chappelle. I saw Dave Chappelle at Radio City. I mean, went to see him live. I'm a Chappelle show fan. I, so I'm I'm waiting with bated breath to see if I will now loathe the Chappelle. I don't think you will. I, I don't even know if we can talk about it now because I don't want to spoil for Amy. No, spoil it. Go, go, go. No, Everybody's I wa- seen it but me. Well, I, do want, I do want you to see it before we really talk about it. But I, I do want to say... You know, comedy is really made up of all those taboo topics that you're not supposed to say. And some people do get offended. And I mean, we started talking before recording about how at a certain very early part of the the stand-up act, he talks about the Michael Jackson special that was on TV and how, you know, I don't, he says, I don't think he did it. What? Okay, I'm out. Right. No, I'm so, out. So nope. in my Sorry, head, Dave, right. you lost, so a, you in lost my head, a fan. I was like, I fucking love the Chappelle show. I love Dave Chappelle. Yes, I'm with you, Amy, on a thousand. Wait, what the fuck did he just say? Like, I almost lost my shit. And I said, you know what? He also said, if you don't like what you're hearing, remember, you went on Netflix and you clicked on my face. So I was like, he's right. I did because because of you and because of your brand and because I know you're fucking funny. So I let him go. I said, all right, give him a little more rope to hang himself here. And he went he went on and on and he kind of got me back later. But that whole beginning part of he didn't do it when I told you, I know stronger than Downey or Ivory, 99.44, 100 percent. He fucking did it to all of these boys who had the same story without talking to each other. Yes. Yes, he did it. And John, you said. Well, I think that, you know, the parents are the ones to blame in all this, because how do you leave your children with? The, you know, a grown ass man and let him sleep in a bed with a grown ass man. That would never happen, you know, with me and my kids. But so my thing was that Dave. So Dave came out to offend everyone. And he did. Yeah. And I love <laughs> I loved every fucking second of it because I'm so sick of this cancel culture 
pearl-clutching, offended over everything, victimhood, give me a chance. Because if I'm offended, that means you have to do something about it. So he even went as far as to say, if I've offended you, it's because if if I've targeted you, it's because I see some of me in you and I know. So I know what's going to get you. So I did it. So I I still recommend watching it. Oh, it's amazing. I still recommend, even though I disagreed with and I didn't clutch my pearls, not that dramatic, but I was like, dude, you're so, oh, (laughs) you're so off base. And I was like, hey, that was funny. But he had moments that that were. (laughs) Yeah. So. And I'm glad I just, he made a comeback. And here's the other thing about the cancel culture, because they, they're they very good at— You didn't like me skipping over that? No, no. <laughs> you didn't no, like I, me cutting that off? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, I, I thought you were done. But anyhow, so the thing with me is the cancel culture works if you have to worry about it. He doesn't have to worry about it. Right. Him, Louis C.K., any of the big comics, they don't have to worry about it. They don't, he, he don't, they don't have to have everybody like them. They just need enough people to fill an arena that they are going to perform at. And I know right now that if Louis C.K. came here to uh, Philadelphia, and it's the Wells Fargo Center here is the big place, I know that he would sell out. If he put up four shows, he would sell out four shows tomorrow. But don't you think that the difference between someone like Louis C.K. and Chappelle is that Louis C.K. is a predator? And Chappelle is an acerbic comedian. I, you to know me, something? those are two different levels of backlash that are that are differentiated, and I think valid. Okay, so this is what I'll say about the Louis C.K. thing. I've read different accounts of because I've really studied into this because I wanted to see what the hell was this all about. And I've heard read from from comedians, Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer, who actually, you know, he said, "Hey, do you mind if I?" And, and Sarah Silverman's like, "Yeah, go ahead. I want to see this." And so he's creepy. He's creepy. He's a creepy guy. And he'll say that. But doesn't mean he's not funny. But he's also said that even after somebody said no, he did it anyway. He didn't. I mean, in front of her. I didn't see that. I I never saw that. I mean, he's. My my point. I I think even the two girls that brought even the two women that brought this up said that he asked and they said yes, but they felt like they couldn't say no, which I understand, which is that whole he came out and said what I did was wrong. There was a moment oh, yeah, where yeah, tables turned and I became in power and I became and I still did something that made people uncomfortable and I was wrong. But a lot of his comedy makes people uncomfortable. That's he's he. he That's his lot. job, though. That's, yeah, exactly. People are paying to hear that. As opposed I understand to the, that. Yeah. So so my thing is between comedians is, you know, some some comedians are just assholes, you know, but they're funny. Yeah. Yeah, so you go sure. and see their just comedians. Like people. So, just like just like any profession, yeah, yeah, any profession. So, but the thing is, the cancer culture says, "Well, he hasn't done it. He hasn't done enough. He hasn't been away enough." And I'm like, "Says and who?" Don't, then, uh, then according to the Jamingo School of Law, then don't buy a ticket to hear him. Exactly. Then don't eat the fucking chicken sandwich. Then right. don't go listen to him. Then don't <sighs> click on his face in Netflix. Do not engage. Right. Why? 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 Don't engage. If yeah. you don't want to be a part of it, you have choices. Right. Go to the Hallmark Channel and wait for that last three seconds until you get that kiss and your life is fulfilled because that pisses me off about the Hallmark Channel. I'm <laughs> done with them. I'm done with them. I could write better ones. So, um, yeah, so that's what I say. If you don't like it, then don't engage. Uh, yeah, don't engage. And I'll say the same. I got to tell you this. I'll say the same thing about the, the Christians that don't like gay marriage. Okay, well, then don't have a gay marriage. All right, mm-hmm. but why ruin it for why ruin it for everybody else? 
I do like the why ruin it for everybody else theory. I think I might put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, why ruin you? it for everybody else? Why ruin it for everybody else? Yeah, as long as it's between consenting adults and there's not uh, you know anybody being harmed, like Michael and no, Jackson. And, and no animals are being harmed. Yeah, no animals. We got, some, we got some feedback on that Jimmy John's thing, and we got some... How come I don't know about oh, this? Really? I thought it was. I thought it was on your post. You had a. You posted or on Brilliant Observations. Um, somebody said, "Don't you remember?" There was a quote. I should read it directly, but it said, "Who would pay twenty eight dollars for one grape and yet still one dollar for a taco?" And then it was Juan Domingo. I didn't so see that. <laughs> that is the wonder that is me. I will <laughs> I eat a dollar taco. Him. Yes, and a twenty eight dollar grape. That right. is the wonder that is you. Yes. He forgot the $76 cheesecake as well. But oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So that was so good. I'm Ooh. well-rounded. Speaking of cheesecakes. So yesterday, my uh, today is my daughter's 21st birthday. I Happy birthday. have birthday. a daughter that's 21 today. How did you do it? Uh, well, Don't there's ask. a man Don't and ask. there's a woman. <laughs> we don't ask John parenting questions. So... He's a charmer. Anyhow, she was going, they were going to look, she was getting a birthday cake and she was going to different bakers and they were trying cupcakes and stuff like that. Wait, stop. Full stop. There are two facts that don't align here. Yes. Fact number one, my daughter is having a milestone birthday today, period. Fact number two, she is going to the bakery? Yeah, she's, okay, she, my, my daughter's an, uh, an unbelievable cook and an unbelievable baker. And she, she always bakes her own b- birthday cake because she enjoys doing it. Well, she said this time she wants to go buy one, but she wants a really good one. So she's out <sighs> testing. Like she's going to have a wedding? Yeah. She's at cake yeah, testing? She's cake testing like a wedding. That's all right. That's all right. She she may not purchase this cake herself. Amy. I'm sorry. No, no, her no. Show she's, will not be canceled. Pur- she's not going to buy her, her show birthday cake. Her will be canceled. I'm not a monster. Well, all right. Amy's going to cancel her. Sometimes we have to check. She's not going to buy her own birthday cake. She's going to tell us where she wants it from. Carry on. All right. So they call me and they say, hey, we're getting a cupcake and they were going to stop by my house. And I, I said, okay. And they said, do you want a cupcake? I said, eh, I'm not much of a cupcake. But I said, do they have anything in a cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> do they have anything in a prime rib? Is there a, is there a cannoli there with my name on it? <laughs> Might there be anything in a cheesecake? Something cheesier than a cupcake? So they brought over this little round, I don't know, three inch, two inch high Covered in chocolate ganache. Uh, look, <laughs> Melissa's shoulders just dropped. That's happiness. Oh, like it was heaven. Happy. Heaven in a box. <laughs> Good that's God. Nice. You know, I, delicious. I know. It was so amazing. So that's my cheesecake, cheesecake story for the, the week. The problem was, and I said, where did you get this at? And they wouldn't tell me. <laughs> that's better that way, John. It is better that way. <laughs> it is. We were supposed to spend this past holiday weekend in Florida. And those oh. of you who are listening from Florida, or God help you, Fugazi, um, the Carolinas or Georgia, there's a tropical storm slash now wild hurricane, Dorian, who is pummeling the Bahamas and, and headed straight up. It's a category up. five hurricane. It's devastation. It's grab your nuts and get low, get low, get low. Gusts of um, wind over 210 mile an hour. <laughs> So, it's the same as being in a um, F2 tornado. That's how bad. The, the Bahamas could be the know, Bahamas could be changed forever. That's how bad the yeah, storm is. I fear they may already be at time of record. Because it's just sitting there spinning. at It's moving at one mile an hour. It's not That's right. It. It's not moving. It's 
Yeah, just it's like it's like having a buzzsaw just barely. It's just churning and just grinding up the Bahamas right now. So we did not go uh, because we were taking other children with us and the parents of those other children. By the way, we're on the West Coast. It didn't touch it. All of our flights were perfectly on time and not a drop of rain fell. But parents were concerned and I'm sure. not taking I'm not taking their kids if they're concerned. So right. the reason we're really leaving is there is a festival in Philadelphia called the Made in America Festival, which is where... 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds, maybe 18, 19, go to smoke, do Molly, get drunk, and listen to bands that have tattooed faces. Oh. Right. So to avoid all of that, we said, let's get the fuck out of here. And a couple of their friends whose parents also said, you're not going to that concert. We were going. So then we canceled our trip, um, and it's Mallory's birthday. So that's where we canceled our trip, and Mallory went to the shore with her friends, right? So she turned 15 and I sent baked by Melissa like a hundred mini cupcakes down to our Florida house where we were spending her birthday with her. All of her favorite flavors, all of the, I mean, it's a little, it was a little more costly than I wanted it to be, but it was five kids, two adults and any friends we have down there. So I thought, you know, we'll, we'll eat it for two days, all of these cupcakes. Well, we didn't go. So where are these cupcakes? <laughs> so I'm sitting on a tornado in I, uh, <laughs> they southern are Florida Beach. Barreling down like a what'd you call it? Like a buzzsaw. What'd you call it? It's <laughs> churning and churning. Churning and, and churning and churning. It got caught in the storm and now it's shit raining mini tiny mini cupcakes. So I called Baked by Melissa and let me tell you what they said to me. I said the day before, I said, I, I it's my daughter's birthday. And I told her our flights were canceled. We're actually the ones that canceled our flights. And they let us because it was going to get bad. And they wanted to get people out of Florida. So they needed our flights. She said to me, I will waive the price of your cupcakes. And I will send you the exact same package up to Pennsylvania. What? 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 If you pay shipping on that. And I thought. Was she baked? Was she baked at Melissa's? She got baked by Melissa. Absolutely. Nice. They are the best company. I'm I'm singing their praises. They paid me not at all. Maybe they paid me in cupcakes. I'm not quite sure. Um, not a paid advertisement. Baked by Melissa. Huge fan. They ice packed them and reshipped them to me. And I said, "Well, what 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 happens to the other cupcakes that <laughs> went down there?" And and I, I just. I just want to know what, what's going to become of them. And she Will said... they go to good stomachs? Right. That's what I want to know. Because if you still deliver them, we know people in our building who would be super twitch twitch happy to go pick up that box and, and spend the next two days, for me, 40 minutes, eating 100 mini cupcakes. And uh, she said, I'm just going to put a note in here that says just to dump them. Well... Wow. I mean, I don't think you're supposed to dump $85 worth of cupcakes, mini cupcakes. That sounds like a very... Poor business plan. <laughs> I swear to you, it's got to be like those people at the Aeroport where you're going through security and they you forget something like fantastic cream or like From a France. gigantic. Yes, where I accidentally grabbed the almost full one instead of the almost empty one because I knew when it's almost empty, they let you slide through. And I'm just like, in the bin it goes. And I even just said to the woman, look, it's it's too late to save me, but I would fish that shit out of the trash can because this is $120 worth of product that will change your life. And she's like, mm-hmm. She could not care less. <laughs> I'm like, well, then give it back and I'll stick it someplace where nobody's looking because come on now. 
We were traveling when we went to when we went to I think Atlantic City, and one of our friends had the idea of setting up a drop ship right there, where you put it in a little bag and send it to yourself. Right, right. And maybe it was Aaron. Put it in a bag and save, send it to yourself because that shit is. You said it wildly expensive, and you paid some price for not remembering. It just it just occurred to me. I thought of another one. I had three bottles of champagne from some stupid conference, and I always try to do carry on bag, don't pack, whatever, jam that shit in there. Because I'm like, this is nice champagne. And other people didn't want it, didn't want to have to deal with it. And of course, like a dope, ran it through the thing. And they're like, yeah, pulling out the bottle. Bottle one, no. Bottle two, no. Bottle three. And I'm like, hey, ho, going through security. <laughs> with my, the, only a 40-minute flight, but, you know, I'm stopped. So I needed it. They I threw needed that it. shit out. They didn't even put it, like, on the ground next to the trash can. They dumped it in. And I'm thinking... How great is your job that no. you think you could throw this shit away? Your watched. job is not that great. They're being watched. They can't do that. They have to have Stop rules. It. Otherwise, a $120 face cream that could change her life. Come on. She totally would have taken that it. shit regardless. It was Kiehl's. Oh, that's a shame. So the most Whole amazing bottle. part of this story, and dear listener, tell me if I'm not mistaken. Uh-oh. Here it comes. But when <laughs> Melissa said that she sent 100 cupcakes down there, you know, Made by Melissa. What was it? How was it? Baked, baked by Melissa. Baked, baked by, by Melissa. Melissa. Dot com. Go, please. Did you Internet. think that Melissa baked cupcakes? I know I did. And I was like, oh, oh my God, look at Melissa baking. She and then, does bake. I do bake. I, I know what I'm just saying. <laughs> you just had, you know, as often as I can. Yeah. <laughs> cupcakes by Melissa was actually somebody that was uh, not Melissa. Like, yeah, I thought when, you really baked 100 cupcakes. I was, I'm sitting there. I, I was like, oh my God, my, my heart is swelling that you did this. And then. Nah. And then back to being the Grinch. It right. shrank right exactly. back to where it was before. <laughs> so it turns out that she it, they didn't throw them out, that they did get delivered there. And I sent our realtor down there, and he took pictures of them eating our bajillion <laughs> cupcakes. Oh, and nice. then and on her birthday, even though she was at the shore with her friends, we got delivered a second box of cupcakes. How about that? Just for the cost of shipping. And Stuart's like, so how much were they now? I said, shut up. We would have had nothing for that price. Uh, but they they did ship out another package. So please, friends, they are delicious uh, at a store near you or online. There's sometimes even a code for 10 or 20% off on certain podcasts. And now I'm going to write them and tell them we did a free ad for them. And maybe they'll help advertise here and give us a code. Yeah, they, they might be sending something to a certain place in New Jersey. That's <laughs> yeah, I, I'll check and see if they do have cheesy cake ones. Hey, I, I know we were talking about Dave Chappelle and how he was gone for a while and he made a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. There's something else making a comeback that makes me want to vomit. Can you guess? No. No. The mullet is oh. on a return. And I... That's not true. I don't know why. I saw acid oh. wash. I saw acid wash jeans come back at Target, and I looked at them and I said, "No, no, you don't." And I just kept walking. You talked and to now, the pants, did you? I, I, we had this conversation last week. I have conversations with inanimate objects and canines. So now that the mullet is making a comeback, I think initially, I don't think it ever went away in Australia. Let me start with that. Australia started the Some mullet. Some parts of They're, Pennsylvania. I, th- I want to be offended, but. I can't because there were articles that we've covered that I no, can't defend true. Pennsylvania. What? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the mullet. I was going to say, no way. Oh, here's the thing. You know, I have these these three 
athletes. Is this a lacrosse thing? Because that's it where is, it started. It yeah. is. They call it lettuce leaves. So you physically call the hair that pokes out from under your helmet lettuce leaves, and everybody wants to grow your lettuce leaves. If they called it a fish part, mullet, you would think perhaps they would have some sense. But I don't think lettuce is better than a fish. I got nothing. They do wear their hair that way. So the thing for me is that they used to say the mullet was business in the front, party in party the back. Party in the back. Yes. So I never part, and I never had a mullet because I used to, I really, and I know a lot of my friends had them. And then they would have them where they had that little rat tail that they would grow up Ooh, b- at yeah. the bottom and then braid it. Yeah, it's a thing. It was a thing. Woo! It was a real thing. I guess that was in the 90s, right? Or was it late 80s? But didn't we determine that that's gross? Yes. Well, ladies, I think, <laughs> to be honest with you, you really have the, you really have the way. Final the say? Power. We have the final say You here? have the power <laughs> of, of the mullet because if you just decide, like, mullet, no, thank you. They'll stop that shit. John, we never wield our power. I know we you have don't. have all of this power. If we could just get our act together, get unified, and say, here's the top five list, gang. Sorry. We're going to withhold all of our feminine wiles until everybody yep. else, and guess what? Gun reform. Overnight! Yeah. And then everybody yeah, be start smiling again reform. and sleeping in. I'm Not just enough. trying to say, we never control our power because we could, could, we could ha- control the We mullet. need to hone it. It's the girls at camp this summer, two boys went to camp with their mullets, obviously riding a high from a lacrosse <laughs> season gone, gone in their favor. And the girls looked at them and said, yeah, no. Nobody's going anywhere near that. And mm. one of the boys had a broken wrist, so he went home to get his cast off. And while he was home, his hair was cut so fast, and he came back. And did he get some action after that? I'm sure he did, because it's camp and they're 15, so 16. So, yes, that's what happens. But we should take a lesson from the girls at camp that wielding your right your parts, your power. You know what doesn't go power. with lettuce leaves? Never mind. I can't, I, okay. I can't even say that. Is it gross? That was just horrible. It was horrible. Do you get? Do you at least? I don't even get it. Do you get it, Melissa? Am I the only one? I that... know where he was going. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, get it. I don't. I don't even know. This is fantastic. I'm sorry. I, no, I'm going to have to cut back. that out. That whole thing's going to no, get no. cut out because I look can't. at. I'm still back on. I'm still back on what Melissa was saying before with with the Made in America festival and people are getting high and dancing around and dancing on Molly and I'm like, which one is Molly? Is which one is Molly? It's is Molly ecstasy? ecstasy? Yeah. That's ecstasy. what I think. But I always want to think it's heroin. What what's heroin? No, it's, it's Molly is ecstasy and something else. It's MD. Yeah, it's it's a cocktail of two. Because it's not just because I thought ecstasy was just E. So maybe it is. I don't know. I, again, I don't know enough about drug. Ecstasy culture. is E. Um, John, do you want to Google what what makes up Molly and and make <laughs> us make us smarter? And while you do that, I'll tell you that my new rescue. Um, had a, had a fight with my current dog, with my current dog, my longstanding dog. And it's just something that needs to happen till they figure out who's the alpha in this pack. And I'm failing again to be the alpha in the pack. You are the alpha. So I have to go outside with them now every time they go out so that they know that I'm the alpha. So... It's going to take a little while for for everybody to fall into line, but so far so good. Um, and hopefully, since we didn't go away, I didn't have to board them, and hopefully, we're making progress. Obviously, not on the eliminating inside the house thing. We're still working on that. There's nothing more offensive. So Molly is supposed to be the safer of the drug ecstasy. 
Isn't it combined ecstasy with something else? No, I think it's the, the the pure form of it. I think ecstasy is Molly MDNA. mixed with methamphetamines and or caffeine. Right, methamphetamines. So super all stuff that you really don't want your fourteen to seventeen year old on. Right, it's that. Sure. Every lights and everything looks good, feels good. Let's dance, have sex, all that stuff, which also leads to, you know, grandmothers, teenage pregnancy, and all that good stuff. <laughs> yes, all that good stuff. It's, that's that's on the uh, that's on the contraindications. Yeah. See, when I was growing up, they didn't have anything like that. The only thing that you had marijuana, cocaine. There was heroin, but everybody was terrified of it. That was really far out, though. You know, and that wasn't, that wasn't as, as close in. Ludes, yeah. So that's all they really had when I was First growing downers, up. Yeah. And now heroin, like these kids get on heroin, like they think it's like it's, and, and once Irwin. you get Irwin. Irwin. <laughs> Irwin. Irwin. Irwin Williams, they painted my house. Ask Herwin Williams. Right. <laughs> go ahead, mock me. So go ahead. Good <laughs> um, it's even worse that we're, we're sitting around joking. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. So, it's funny. Heroin's not fucking think funny. That, Saying it wrong, again, super funny. Super you would funny. think that these kids would be smart enough. I mean, you could see what, what it does to people, yeah, and they think that they're immune to it. Like, they can just try it one time, and, you know, it's like no big deal. Didn't we have that discussion last year? The I don't see the immediate repercussions of sitting out in the sun. I just get a tan. I don't realize I'm getting cancer. I'm smoking. It feels good. I don't realize that I'm getting cancer. I don't realize my high-risk activities are high-risk till later, and I'm doing it for now. Right. These vape pens that everybody's using now. And you see these kids walking around with these vape pens. I, I swear, I feel like just smacking them right out of their hands. It's, it's so stupid. They're so much more addictive. They're they're yeah, and I try to so I try to warn my kids. Although I gotta be, I gotta tell you, my just my kids. I shouldn't say anything because I don't want to jinx it and all. But so far, they've been really, really good about that stuff because I've been beating it in their head ever since they were That's little. Me knocking on wood for you, baby. Yeah, me too. So you know, and I I keep trying to you know tell them about how dangerous it is, dangerous it is, and then about peer pressure. Because, you know, you have, like, people that get together, and the next thing you know, one of them brings a vape pen, and they're like, try it, try it. And then, you know, you j- it's very hard to say no. But I say, just you just keep saying no, thank you. I just, it's not my thing. My kids have two things working for or against them. One, um, Stuart comes home from work with stories. Yes. All it takes is once. Like, it's just once. So he comes home with horrifying stories that make every parent race to the chi- to their children and smell them and kiss them. Even if they hate their kid that day, it makes you like lick from chin to forehead your kid and just hold them and smell them. Um, and the fact, again, because we are assholes as parents and Stuart has access, we will drug test you. Oh. And, and you can tell your friends that. You can say, I totally would, dude, but my parents are assholes and they will drug test me. Um, they have the kit waiting right now when I go home. And that's, that's a, you, can, you, know, you can buy it at the store. A lot of parents. Yeah, I, I would think. That, yeah, because to be honest with you, and I'm not above that either, walking in with a drug test and saying, okay, ladies, need a sample. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that at the bakery. Why, Dad? Do you have a new job that you need something clean? <laughs> Why, Dad? Why do you need my sample? Yeah, I mean, just tell your friends. It's that simple. Tell your friends. Uh, I can. I think about it, but there's no way my parents are dicks. Like, and use me as an excuse. Do whatever you have to, but right. Don't exactly. don't ever do something like that because everybody else is. Don't be that dick. Don't don't 
Yeah, we've had that discussion. So two things working either for Don't or against that them. dick. Be, be a different dick. dick. Yeah, be a different dick. Ethan had a friend stay over for the last four days who's fucking delightful. Um, I don't usually see him with his friends at school because he sees them at school. And if they come over, you know, I don't hang out with them. But these camp kids are different. They're they're warm kids that he spends 24-7 with over the summer. It's like college friends. You know how they like their toilet paper. You know how they eat their chicken wings. You know we everything. Just start with like music they like and TV shows they like. Now we remember, go right for the toilet paper. <laughs> well, it's always toilet paper and shitting Lord with us. Above us. You remember that story with Marnie? She goes fucking ballistic if the toilet paper doesn't go over the top. If it goes I underneath. Do. And when I first met her wife, she I said, "Look, there are things I know about your wife." <laughs> That you don't want to know. That, that you know, we just know each other really, really well because we shared physical space. Well, this boy was at camp with him and shared physical uh, area partner for years. They shared the same physical space. And they were they were so cute. They were so like buddies. They're like, hey, look at this. Of course, we. I did force him to do force family fun with us. And he loved it. Ethan was audible eye roll the whole time. We watched Patriot Games. And, oh, good. Right? That was a good one. You know, all of those movies are a little slow in the beginning. Yeah. And I, and I felt like, oh, God, they have such a short attention span from their phones, really just from their phones, just from all the apps and, and their games and their phones, that something that takes time to build is more likely to lose them than anything else, than, than have them sit and wait. So I didn't yell or comment when they were sitting with their faces in their phones at the beginning. But when they weren't looking, when things did happen, I started to narrate a little. And before you knew it, the action picked up and they were in. But why are those movies so slow in the beginning? Or We didn't notice then. They're not slow. Mm. They're not slow. They kind of do character building in the beginning. So if there's a lot of characters, you know, it's it kind of... You know, they have to, so you understand where everything's going. So they, in the beginning, they do that character building stuff. The kids had no patience for that. Mm -mm. But let me tell you, by just after the halfway mark, I didn't see a phone in the room. Like they were in, they're like, so what happens now? Is he going to die? Did his family die? Like they were Yeah, but you'd be able to predict that if you were listening to the first 20 minutes where you saw the interplay and the dynamic and you got all of those little Easter eggs and the seeds of development and you start thinking, oh, okay, you're connecting the dots, you're connecting the dots. They do the same thing. It's It's an unfortunate consequence of where we are culturally. Even the teachers now are saying things like, I can't stand... Um, it wasn't Catcher in the Rye, but it might as well have been. One of them doesn't like Catcher in the Rye. Uh, can't stand To Kill a Mockingbird. It's just so boring. I won't teach it. And I'm like, really? That was my, uh, one of my favorite. Let's step over here. Somebody, <laughs> somebody ring the bell. We're Here's going, an aside, we're going 15 rounds. Pop ya. <laughs> yeah. But, but I don't want them to teach She's... the second book, but still, you know, no. And my kids are right there with her. And so every time they have to, one of the next one that goes through and has to read it, I'm like, what are you learning in the first hundred pages that actually inform the next hundred? Oh, kind of makes sense now. Right. But whatever. Yeah. It's the one all... I never could get was Pride and Prejudice. <gasps> I've got to go now, John. Amy's out. Give me a chapter. I'll quote it. Amy out. Really? I love, I love, I love that. You know what? Shit, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Here's the problem. I couldn't sleep last night. If I would have had a copy of Pride and Prejudice, I would have been, would have been out in five minutes. You should be You've not read it though. Reading it is a little, is a little thick. You're just talking about consuming it in, in movies. Have you read it? Yeah, the book. I've never seen the movie. 
Oh, okay. Reading it is a little thick, and that's oh. that's because it's it's mired in the language of the day. So it's yeah, yeah. Some, some, a lot of it is trying to figure out what the fuck did she just say. But when you can decode that, oh, it's magical. You would love it though if you would give it the time because it's all about a snotty bitch who wants to walk around high on her I'm so much better than yous and then realizes she fucks a whole life up and has to eat shit for the next hundred pages. It's so, perfect. There you go. <laughs> You know, John, John I likes think it when there's comeuppance. He likes yeah, it when there's comeuppance. I, I like it. I like it when somebody gets theirs in the end. That's it. Right. Uh, it turns out that hers turns out to be pretty good, though. Um, do you know what I don't really understand? And it's not a book. <laughs> what could, what could that it's be? a very short That's list. That's a big category. No, it's, say, a very, it's a very short list. Um, there's algebra. There's. Uh, oh, I got algebra. I don't have. Calculus. I don't have honors algebra too. But, but I've got algebra. Not a book. Go. I don't even know where this. I I, I get algebra. Um, Amy contacted us and said something about you know we talked about things that excite people and things. She said she saw an article about financial dominatrix. So so okay. I'm like, all right. I get the whole dominatrix thing. I don't get it. Let me be clear. I don't I heard get about it. This. I don't get it, but but I get that some people, you know, I've, I've shh, here's a secret. I've been on newborn. I know that there's a there's a category for everybody, and really? I I sometimes spend some time thinking, who is the soul who likes this kind or that kind, or is this really? Yes, it is. Are those really animated? Y- yes, they are. And I've gone through a few categories and giggled. This category that Amy brought up is one I I I. I I, I don't see any joy. I don't see any. I don't see any. Pain. Oh, there's joy. All right. Well, for let the me, woman, let me hear it. Thank you. I could never do it. The hardest thing for me is that it is perfect. I, this is my calling, but I would not be able to do it. It has everything that I like, except you have to be mean. And I can't. I, I would. Well, I, I could can't be even. I can't do. There's no way that I could do it. Here's the deal. In trying to understand what this was, I heard about it on two different television shows, and I was like, okay, writers, you you jumped the shark on this one. That makes it's a it bunch real. Of, bunch of nonsense. So I looked it up, and then there's all this information, information, and it continues to bubble up. And the article that I referenced was from the Washington fucking Post. So it's not like I'm reading this on, you know, glamour.tits slash edu or whatever i don't know <laughs> well what, that's not a washington place. post has had its share of fiction but go ahead dot tv not edu maybe it was the wsj maybe it was the wall street journal but it was somebody somebody ordinarily credible and it went into exhaust oh and it was also in the guardian uk okay so it was in uh, all these okay. people talking about so enough people had heard of it and studied it and asked about it and what is this thing so what is it amy it is. Instead of sexual gratification, the whole thrill is for these incredibly successful, financially wealthy men to give up total control of everything that they've earned to a stranger. And they, there's no touching. There's no in-person anything. It's, there's not even a lot of, um, S&M typical sort of degrading behavior. The whole thing is you are forced to give up your passwords. You are it's like being openly trolled. Give me your passwords and then uh, some of them do the thing where they humiliate you on tape and then they threaten to blackmail you and expose it if but you have to turn over all your 401k. This one woman said I bought a house in Sacramento and forced this man to rent it for me. Like all this kind of stuff. Like it's it's it it is absolutely a financial strategy and the the women who do this, they 
they're just typical housewives. They sit in the coffee shop, they get on their little app, and then and then all of a sudden, you know, they'll talk through the nest cam in the person's home and say, put that down. Now you're gonna you're gonna bow to me and you're gonna open up your checkbook and you're gonna put the thousand dollars in an envelope and mail it to me right now, right now, right now. And the man will do it. And they'll take the money and then go to the Bahamas or wherever, God bless you, Bahamas, we hear about the hurricane. I mean, you know what I what got to this? say? I got this is what I gotta say. The men that are into this money deserve everything that they're going to get. I don't get it. The fact that they're going to let take everything they've worked for, everything they've earned, and just give it over to somebody so they can be humiliated and dominated. And but didn't you say in the last podcast that it's their money? They could spend it any way they want. Absolutely, I I agree. I agree. They can. They can do this. But when got you no. How did she get me? I don't understand this. So I remember say, that fruit conversation when we're like, you shouldn't have money if you're going to spend forty thousand dollars on on a bunch of grapes, and you said no, it's their money. They exactly, it. it's their money. They made it. They can do it. But at the when, at the end of the day, when they have nothing and they're destitute, and they because <laughs> this is des, what's the word? And they're on heroin. Des- <laughs> they're on heroin. Destitute. Destitute. I think that <laughs> they're going to regret this. And they just took all this so. and gave it over to a woman. And, 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 and I, I don't know what they get out of it. I, but then again, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, it's the same thing with the guys that love to be beat and smacked around or the Better yet, the guys that like to put a baby diaper on and make a mess in a diaper and be changed like a baby. I don't think so. To me, those to me, those are physical. They say pain is the other side of pleasure. I I don't feel that way, but I can almost understand there is contact. There is a a human in the room with you. What Amy is describing is a remote is a remote experience where some where you watch your account deplete. Everything you've worked for is slowly taken away from you. That's a mental mind fuck. You're comparing it to I don't know, wearing costumes, wearing a diaper, all things that are physical, being have, have a ball gag in your mouth and somebody beat like those are all you like that? Those are all <laughs> things that that have it's a not human, my cup of tea, but go ahead. That have <laughs> just, a just to go on the record. No. <laughs> that have a human contact as part of it. This one is is way off the charts in like a disconnect. It's literally the opposite. It's You said it though, it's a mind fuck. Yes. And I the the when they begin to try and hint and project as to why people might yes. engage in this kind of behavior, some of the dominatrixes are saying things like this is all consensual. They're happy. They want me to do this. It's a role play for them. It represents a loss of control and a, a complete submission to something and a, and a feeling of chaos that the, I guess it's for people who are so wildly successful or so wildly controlled and controlling of all other aspects of their lives to have it taken away, to have the exact opposite experience must be the release. I can't even, I can't even comprehend it. Uh, either side, I can't comprehend having things being so completely under my control or being um, totally chaotic and great. Tell so me, it's if, like, tell I me if the, I, I have the negative of both. Tell me if I get these letters right. ASMR. Yes. Right. So it's yeah. what's that? It's the um, it's so, the sound. If I do this and talk to you and tell you stories. 
So mm. I'm asking, is it like ASMR where you listen to people like click their fingers or eat, oh. eat a potato or eat a potato chip mm. into the thing? Right. Chewing gum. Uh, see that? See, so you know I'm not into ASMR because that makes me fucking crazy. But but there are people that so that's what you're saying. It's similar to ASMR where there are people who are stimulated. Um, some people use ASMR to go to sleep. Some people use it to get aroused. Some people use it to torture their parents. Um, my kids do that. Mallory recorded a few things of her like eating a potato chip and I walked in the room and heard it and she, I said, could you fucking stop that? And then she played it all the time on a loop. Why do you let them know things bother you is what I used to tell her. Why do I let her know things bother me? So, so maybe it's like that. Maybe it's the, the mental... I don't know. It's not even an, an auditory. It's not one of your senses. It's not hitting a sense that I understand. I almost understand ASMR because it pisses me off because it's hitting that auditory sense. What sense is financial dominatrixing hitting? Well, I don't I e- gotta tell you. I got to Go tell ahead. you, I don't even care. Here's the thing that bothers me the most. <laughs> Let's continue the segment. Here's the bo- thing that bothers me the most. That this is 100% legal. Because they're not touching anything or doing anything to the person, and there's no harm or anything. This is 100% legal. And they ask for it. Yeah. But yeah. if a man and a woman and a decide woman. to have a financial agreement and uh, maybe swap bodily fluids, that that's illegal. You're that's illegal. Yes. Prostitution okay. is illegal. This is perfectly legal. If that's the most, not the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, you look at this and you go... Prostitution, well, you're looking at it wrong because people... Prostitution is something that women have to resort to. It's not... If it's their first choice like this, I could sit on my couch and and deplete your financial status completely, then that's one thing. But if you're driven to it because it's the only thing you could do to make money, then it's not... So you're going to take away the only thing that they can do to sustain themselves. That's ter- that's terrible, in my opinion. If that's what they want to do, now listen. I'm not talking what if it's about not what they want to do. <laughs> that that's a whole different story. I'm not talking about people that have been, you know, brought into the sex, you know, like sex slaves and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about women who decide on their own that they would like they wouldn't mind trading sexual favors for cash. Amy, would you do that? Trade sexual favors for cash? Correct. That's the how, question on the table. Everybody has a price. No, I like to believe that I wouldn't. It's a question that has come up many, many times in my life. And ca- not because I'm, people are asking me to go out the strip. Quite the opposite. No, but this is this is the conundrum, right? Would you do it for any reason, for any amount? Is it something that you would consider? John even said, everybody has their price. Uh, I got to believe the answer when it comes right down to it is always going to be no. I'm tempted by money to do lots of things, but I got to believe the answer would be no. Eh. Yeah, but okay, there's a different story. You're married, you have, you know, but I'm talking about single women who, I don't know, like I said, single women who worked their way through college or something, you know, strippers do the same thing. Prostitution, I mean, it's a a young woman's game. So... You know, you don't. I could reinvent it. I could reinvent it for the old. Although gals. I, I think the, the old gals the are making roundies. a comeback. Yeah, they're making a comeback. Okay, so now I don't. Know, I don't know where to go with this because Melissa is locked up. I mean, locked I was, up. I got to put a marker here. Blab on, trying to blab on a little bit extra for you. See what we could do. Where's my <clears> marker. <throat> there we go. What happened? 
And she, she's gone. She's, she's gonna she's gonna exit and come back. Right. Why is it this? And why she's back. Hmm. Well, I would have yeah, I I really gotta believe it's more there's an intimacy there that I would never ever trade for any amount. The idea that there's something that I would feel on some level has to be kept private that for I, the right price anybody could access. I don't I don't want to no, I, I don't want to do that. I that's totally the thing that's hang I understand up for me. that. Not it's not yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Prost- prostitution is not for everybody. <laughs> you know, just the select few. Maybe that should be the title of the episode. Prostitution. prostitution not for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. Well, but that part of me also wants to rail against it and say it I don't fully subscribe to this idea that it's a conscious choice by a woman who is empowered to make decisions about her body. I don't I really just fundamentally don't believe it. I want to be the feminist that says you can get to the level where all of the choices you make are okay. I still believe that there is something inherent in that choice that is either placing greed or money over self-protection or there's some kind of shame baked in there. I just, I don't feel like anybody would ever truly honestly to their core get to the place where they would wave the banner in any context and say, I am a stripper and proud. I'm a prostitute and proud. This is something that my whole parents and everybody loves and adores that I do. Oh, I no. don't, I don't think we live well, but I don't think we live in that world. If we do. No, no, I'm, of course not that's aware. not going to be that way. Of course it's going to be the woman's dirty little secret, but if that's what but you, then it's not a free and clear. So that's no, all I'm saying. It, I, I don't know about that. I mean, some people work at a job they might not like, and it might, might be shameful. I'm trying to think of one right now. I can't off the top of my head, but advertising. Yeah, there you go. There's a whore's job. That's why we always talk about this. Speaking to someone who's been in advertising, right? Twenty yeah. plus yes. Plus, it's plus you're basically years. trying. To, you're you're basically trying to get somebody to buy something. All right. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter that these men are going to be financially ruined by these women and ask for it, well, they get what they get. That's the way I look at it. Welcome back, Missy. Thanks. Um, something's going <laughs> fucking sideways in my house. I apologize. Um, but I'm glad you finished this conversation because I'm good to have missed some of it. Um, there are a couple more things we wanted to talk about before we kick rocks sure. and uh, wrap it up, flip it, you know, rub it down. Right. I was talking to Amy the other night and she was eating dinner and I was eating dinner and she was eating this beautifully managed meal of this grilled chicken and salad and another vegetable and a, and a pilaf rice in there. Often and what described box were you ri- eating out of, Melissa? I was eating a bologna sandwich on, mar- <laughs> on marble rye <laughs> that I made myself. I mean, do you feel sorry for me or that's just fucking dinner? Like, that's okay, right? She has a gourmet meal that her family's sitting down eating and I've got two kids eating a, a burrito from Chipotle. Stuart's having a, <laughs> a Costco tray of shrimp. And I'm eating a bologna sandwich. Are we the classiest motherfucker you've, you've ever known? Well, you're mm. definitely no Donna Reed. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, you don't have to tell me that twice. Right. So what, so what, would you, what do you want to do about that? Do you want to change it? 
Nah. No, not really. Because when school starts up again, we I will have meals for them at home because they need to do schoolwork and, and they both have a job. And so we'll get back in routine. But it was just like, look how nicely Amy and her family are sitting down for a meal. And look at my crackhead family who's all over the place, half with fast food, half with whatever I scrapped together from the kitchen counter and the refrigerator. And uh, well, we did have we did have kiwi yogurt afterwards. We did, we did go get froyo. All right. So the bologna and cheese, mustard or mayonnaise? Because then we'll find out how cracked out you really are. It's even worse. It was no cheese. It was bologna, this super soft marble rye from the Amish market. You heard me. And no condiment. Oh, that's just that's an abomination. <sighs> or whatever that word Sweetheart, is. That's. I think the gents do better in prison. Yeah. They do better. Yeah, they, they get at cheese. Least, they get cheese. In <laughs> they prison. get cheese. They do get cheese in prison. Government cheese. Yeah, but they don't get marble rye from the. Yeah, Amish I got market. the good no. bread though. That like sticks to the top of your mouth bread because it's so mm. soft and you have to like maybe even scrape it off a little with your tongue or your finger if you're really gross. Right. But yeah, she just had this beautiful meal and this beautiful family, and I'm sitting watching three <laughs> jerk off. Jerk off dogs wrestle in puddles in the backyard and thinking, how did it come to this? Like, how how did we get here? Do I have to recap? Well, I'll no, recap. Okay. please don't recap. Please don't recap. The See, way we got to this is because Stuart and I like to food shop together. That's not how you got to the dogs in the backyard rolling in puddles. I'm setting Amy off. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you can't tell me that you two are part of the problem. You we cannot tell me that that's the case. That's not that's not OK. That's not the reason that we're talking about this. You can't tell me that that's a fact. What? John, when your wife was in your home, did the two of you... She's still in his home. Did the two of you... (laughs) Careful, careful. Watch your words. Did the two of you get in the car together thoughtfully with the intent of going to the supermarket at the same fucking time Never. to wander the aisle. Thank you. I don't even have to fucking finish it. And I'll tell you why. Because it's for psychopaths. Yeah, because in the beginning, <laughs> she would escape to the grocery store and I would have to watch the children because even, she needed a break and she just wanted to go somewhere without children so that I would do this. So there was no way we would, because if we went to the grocery store together, we would have to schlep the children. No, that's God. not happening. There are people. There are people who do that, right? And then, and then as we got that. old, as it, you know, as the children got older, uh, I just just was just no need for it. And now, I do all my shopping for groceries online. So I it's, still can't believe people, that people go to the store and pick up and pick out groceries. Well, regardless of that, they act like they're going to fucking Walt Disney World. Let's all get in the car, gang. You got your tickets? We're going to Costco. <laughs> Wee! And then they want to, like, test the weird shit in electronics and then, like, sample food. Get out of my way. And also, even seeing you sets me off. Because why are you here when I'm here by my fucking self doing this? I can't. There's nobody I can delegate it to. Because if they did do it. They'd do it wrong. <sighs> What? How do you grocery shop wrong? Oh, oh my God, John, John. Please. I won't even let the people on the internet give me the groceries because they're going to fucking do it wrong, let alone the people that I'm married to who have to eat the food. What do you, what do you mean? I've what never mean? had a problem do? with mm-hmm. online shopping. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get produce or something like that, it's always good. It's always – I never get like a, a, a bad pepper or a, a mealy apple or something like that or even bananas. I mean, you know, they're – they do a good job because if not, you complain to the store. I'm just glad that you eat fruit. That makes me really happy. That makes me happier than I thought it would be that you're eating fruit. Yeah, I love – I'll tell you what. I would never – as long as they're 
they bring it right to your house, put it in the kitchen. Hopefully, ew. Yeah, for $10. No. They bring mm, it to your house. No. Risk their lives. Enter the home of a stranger. I do food shop with many people wearing those green shirts that in that Instacart that other people have shopped online and I'm shopping with the people they've sent to shop for them. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. They have those giant carts. Yep. Yep. Already bagged. It's like a flat truck. Yep. Already bagged up. But there are times that Stuart and I do food shop together. If we went, if we go out and we go see a movie before we go home, if we see a movie together and next door to the movie theater is Wegmans, we will pull in there and he'll go, I'll go get lunch meat and he'll go get some fruit and we'll divide and conquer and we'll meet up. Thank you. That's a different thing. You're not in there on a fucking date going up and down no. the aisles and like, let's let's compare these ketchups. No. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> no, get that's... Netflix and get out. This is not your entertainment. This is the wrong answer. And you're, meanwhile, your kids are going crazy in the next aisle. And this is not your little hot. They're all they're all insane. Well, the ones who are doing are... it right piss me off. The ones who are doing it wrong piss me off. This is a single person's endeavor. I've never That's seen it. anybody That's so all it is. passionate about grocery shopping before. Well, I do it a lot. I do it probably. Is that your escape? Is that what it is? You don't want anybody no. with you? No, no, no. Not in the slightest. I, I grocery shop, um, I'll say every other day. I was going to say every single day. day. Yeah, yeah. Some, days, some days it's three or four you got stores a, thing going a day. going on with the guy in produce? Hey. Honey, I got five people living here. At the Piggly Wiggly. And a derg. I got, I got, and I love to cook. She's a southern I girl. To, I love to eat. Hey, I just saw her kitchen table. I saw her dining room table. Don't give her shit. She made a really beautiful meal for her family. So <laughs> yeah, I understand. But, but I did but... see. But I did see Amazon wants to come up in here, get up in you. Amazon and Whole Foods now want to deliver to my house within two hours. You can order something; it'll be in my house in two fucking. How hours. close to you is a is the closest Whole Foods? <sighs> 18 minutes okay. just with traffic just with, but so that's what I'm like how are they going to do that Go. how can I how can they get it here quicker than I could get over there and get it they're magical they're Amazon yes. for fuck's sake they're magical they're going to kill everybody making it happen anyway I haven't tried Amazon yet uh, most of the time I use Walmart and then we have a, a shop or a supermarket right here called ShopRite I that, love ShopRite and I they love have, ShopRite yeah, and oh they and have, ShopRite uh, we don't have it here they have an app on your phone and so I usually buy the same thing. So all I do is I go into last order and I go boop, 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 boop. I just I'll go take click all them. Of those I'll take again. all these again. And I hit pay and it gets paid for. And then they deliver it in the house. I put it away. It's all done. It's the best. I can't believe that people actually still go to the store, get a card, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. walk around. Oh, yeah. John. Yeah. What a waste of so, time. Someday, John, I would like for you to go to a store and get a cart and walk around. Someday no. I would like for you to do that. There's no reason. I've done I've done my time. I'm I'm a little bit a little bit You know what they have? They have things. things you know, you can take you can make a fire out of two sticks, rub them together and everything and make a fire. Or light a match? Or light a match. Yeah. I prefer to light a match. We went shopping yesterday for furniture. <gasps> um I requested help uh from dear listener. <laughs> And I said, you know, here are all these bed companies. How do I pick a bed? It used to be it was just, you know, queen or king. It used to be now it's like, do you want it to massage you? Well, fuck, yes, I do. Do you want it to sit up? Do you want it? Yes, I do. Do you want it to like, do you want it to make you sit up? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sit up and take notice. Yes. Do you want an extra head moving thing up top, a little extra watching TV button? Do you want zero gravity? 
Do you want your feet heated? Do you want like all of these things? So I got really dizzy from all of the options. And I said, Stuart, buy a fucking bed. And my husband took out his spreadsheets and he said, okay, there's reverie, there's sleep number, there's blah, 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 blah. All these things. How do you, how do you pick a bed? And every, a couple of people said, I got mine in the mail and this one was great. And this one sucked. And, and they all said a positive negative for the same bed. So I said, I, I can't with you in this and go and do, please. So we bought a bed system, a sleep system. They don't call them beds anymore either. Let's put that aside. They do at the lower end stores. <laughs> they do at the mattress stores, Melissa, <laughs> which are on every corner. They're on every we corner. Went on, we were invited on a cruise where we got to select our sleep system. Yeah, it's not wow. that hard. <laughs> wow. It's, it's very pricey. So can I ask how much this sleep system oh, cost? Oh, he did it. No. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do something. I'm going to let's play a game. Let's higher or play, lower? I hate higher that or game. Lower. I hate that game. $2,000. Higher. Higher. $4,000. I want I want to get off this train right no, now. No, higher. $4,000. You know what? Is it, is it a good summer job for a teen? Yes. Is it the amount of compensation yes, for it's a, a good, good summer three job. months? So about $6,000 you paid for the sleep system. Probably less than that. So the reason I know this is because I was looking for a sleep system myself. Yes. And I went through the whole thing and picked everything out, and it was about six grand. Well, ours is less than that, but yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah. We we chose to go with the Reverie sleep system. Oh, I hadn't even heard of this. So um, Up and comer. And the top of the bed is made of gold it's a split top so each side could go up up separately yeah Yeah. but the bottom is connected oh they have that yeah the bottom's connected i'm like i said to Stuart, so i need more fucking sheets yeah i was gonna say i need a whole new set of sheets your fitted sheets now look like pants (laughs) it looks like a skirt on legs um but inverted but yes so exactly so we're giving our bed to our son because I walked by oh, his room. What? His, I walked by his room and his feet were hanging off of his full size bed because he's over six one now. He's he's super tall. And I get that, but we're giving him a king. We'll I would flip never it. We'll flip take it. My we'll mother... flip it. Flip it. We'll wrap it up. Flip it. Rub it. It goes all the it way. It does not go all the way through. It goes all the way up and through. I just There's but no the thought out. of the, the laying in a bed that mom and dad mm-hmm. were making whoopee mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I my can't. Don't think my kids don't think we do that. Oh, stop it. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they, they don't do. think we do that. They How did they get don't. here? They don't know. <laughs> Immaculate conception. So while we're shopping for furniture, we got him a new bed frame. And then I found a chair called a cuddler. Uh-oh. I'm writing do you, this down. What's a cuddler? Because I'm do you in. Not, how do you not well, get the John. cuddler? <laughs> I have. It's a. Where's it's my a, pen? It's a seat <laughs> that can. It's like a love seat, but it's funny shaped. Um, but it holds two people, uh, at Shaped least like maybe a, a person and a dog or two dogs and a kid. I don't know. It's it's a uh, and it's it's deeper than a regular chair. So you sit back if you sit towards the back, your feet don't touch the ground, and it's really nice for somebody who's five nine to not touch the ground. That's I mean, it's it was a really good feel. So. Then they said, pick your fabric. I'm like, well, is it cheaper if I just take what you have instead of having one made for me? Because I'm willing to take what you have. Well, I just Googled the cuddler, and it's a song and a movie. <laughs> but not a piece of furniture? Not that I see. Go to Raymore and Flanagan. Ugh. 
You mean so, pay so more we, in flim flam? Okay. No. By the way, he's not wrong. So here's what happened at this this retail extravaganza before we wrap it up. Um, they said it's let's say it's a five hundred dollar piece of furniture. Well, we do want the protection. I do have three dogs, two kids, and you know, poor kids with poor hygiene, whatever. So uh, we do want the ability to get it cleaned or fixed on their dime. So we got the protection and, and we we're like, hey, don't you think you could waive delivery or the protection? We were feeling randy as it was Labor Day weekend and we thought, sale, sale, sale. So he's like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll only charge you 400 and then I'll put the protection plan on there and the delivery and it'll still be close to 500 for the air quote, $500 piece of furniture. So we're like, wow, he just took $100 off. Hmm. So then something else came up about when it would be ready. And we he's like, well, to put a rush on it. I'm like, I don't need a rush on it. He said, well, I could do this. I could take the price of it down to like 330 add this to... They could absolutely charge you whatever the fuck they want to is the conclusion I came to there. If something's $500, it's probably $19.95 and everybody takes a piece. I don't believe anything positive about retail anymore. And and I've always known that they mark something up to give you a discount. But this just seemed like, how could you give it to me for $330 and then add all these things on for a $500? And that's the sale price? So normally it's what? I felt very dirty when I left there. So I definitely wouldn't <laughs> sit on the cuddler feeling very dirty. But I just I just felt like this is such a dirty – buying a car gives me the same gross feeling that you can – if you sat there and negotiated and I made you feel uncomfortable enough, I don't want you to say, I'll try to push this through and hope my manager doesn't notice. Don't, don't dick me around. I know that you have I'm leeway here. A, I'm buying a piece of furniture, not a car. All right. I want the prices to be in the price. Don't, don't jack it up and then make me come around and try to. I felt dirty. Finagling. Yeah, finagling. I, finagling. Yeah. That's and, the and word I I'm looking at for. Stuart. I looked at Stuart. I'm like, are we really doing this? Did he really just say 500 is the best I could do? Okay. I'll give it to you for 330. What? What? Like, how, how is this a business? How is this a business model for anything? Because people a, go. Because people can't build their own furniture? Is that what you're saying? Because people yeah, need because it? Yeah, because what else do you have? What else are they going to do? You got to get furniture. I don't think Ikea does that. No. I don't think Ikea says, no, right, you gotta I'll, put tell, it I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. In Swedish, by the way. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Right. You need a, several Allen wrenches for that. Just one. You only need one. You know what they have? I just see they have big man recliners. Oh, at Raymore? Paymore? I, I Maybe. I'm not 100% sure where it's from. I'm just looking. It says, wow. How about that? Guarantee you it's from one of two places. It's either from 10 minutes away from my home. In North or Carolina. From, or it's from China. Oh. That's it. It's the only two places. And, you know, 30 years ago, it would have been from one place, and that would have been 10 minutes away from my home. Yeah. The cost of these things, they, you know, Sealy and Serta are Stearns and Foster, all headquartered here, all make their stuff here. Um, do you the get it cheaper? Majority of furniture, they sell it cheaper, but they also um, do all of this ridiculous dancing. It comes down to the 
incentivization of the salesperson, however they're being compensated. You can get it at an outlet. You can get it here. You can get it at a, they put things on, on, there's the international furniture market twice a year and all the stuff they put in the showroom, custom made beautiful stuff to try and for all the dealers to come and paw over and say, yes, we want to stock this for the coming year. Then 10 minutes later, they move it into a warehouse and you walk in and you pay, you know, 30 cents on the dollar for everything. Love that. You got to, you got to get it in that color and you got to get it before somebody else buys it. But it's, it, all of that has also changed because now the chairs and sofas and China. case goods and every other thing, they're made in China and they're assembled here or they're made and assembled in China and just drop shipped here. So because it is still so ungodly cheap, I, I say this without any, uh, acknowledgement of whatever the tariff situation is doing right now, but it is still significantly cheaper to source things that way. So we used to, we moved into a new neighborhood last house and a big furniture truck from North Carolina knows that all of these new houses that were just built, they drive their truck into the neighborhood and they ring your doorbell and they say, want to come see what we have on the truck? They just drive up from North Carolina with a, an entirely packed I have a dining room set. I have seven dining room sets in this big truck. Are you interested? Yeah. Do you have a dining room? We're like, we and that's do. a different thing. But yeah, those those people. There are a lot of them are just wholesalers. They go in after market and buy everything on the floor, and then like a Halloween costume store that pops up right. every October right. in the abandoned, you know, whatever it used to be, Gaylords, right? Uh, Wanamakers, whatever stores are mm-hmm. no more. We have instead of costume shops, we have furniture pop-ups and they'll just, they'll show up for a couple of weeks and then whatever the rent was to get them in there, they dump it and out it goes. So that's amazing. And I didn't realize that furniture was such a fleecing, like it's really a true fleecing. How could you possibly take away almost $200 from what you said was your bare minimum price, not to mention the best sale, the best deal we could do for you. Shut the fuck up. I see right through you. Absolutely. And make me my goddamn cuddler. Here's the fabric I want. <laughs> now cuddler. That I, now that I'm waiting. I love the name. I love the chair. I made Mallory go. She sat with me on it. We cuddled and we almost fell asleep. But In the store? Yeah. I don't, I don't care who's watching. It's just so gross. There's so many things in our culture that I wish were not this way. In restaurant, I want to just pay for the meal. I don't, I don't want to have to think about, is this person have enough for cat food? And how m- I don't like you, but I'm still going to tip you because it's my responsibility. I just want the meal to cost what it costs. And that includes the person to bring it to me. I want the chair to cost what it costs. I want the car to cost what it costs. Oh, I don't want to have a poker game to see if you're going to make your rent this month or if I'm going to have, you know, a deal for the rest of my life just like can we not just go right up the middle saturn used to do that remember saturn the car company you this is what it costs that's what you're fucking paying and that's that well you notice that there's no more saturns around (laughs) they're gone and they're gone yeah i got a saturn view did you because there's no more view from saturn it's over (laughs) sorry i would make a very bad bedouin because i would pay for way too much stuff like the whole haggling i'm like take the money so you would like a restaurant to be inclusive the price for the food to include the tip exactly pay your employee (laughs) that's what i want that's what i want what i want is to walk into a restaurant to know the cost of the meal to pay the cost of the meal and have everyone enjoy that experience the host or hostess the waiter or waitress the owner the cook the bus folk everybody that's taking care of that meal i want them to all know that included in that price is that they're getting a fair wage and that it doesn't depend on whether or not i'm being a douche that day or somebody cooked my steak wrong or it sat somewhere there's so many things that are beyond their control that they end up holding the bag. The people that you engage with, 
are the caboose. And many of the people who are responsible for the better part of your meal have nothing to do with how you choose to compensate. So it's it's just, it's out of whack. All right. Well, Melissa How's is... How's that for filling? Yeah. <laughs> Melissa is... I mean, look at you vamping and filling. And again, Melissa is connectionist interruptus. So I'm going to have to say, dear listener, thank you so much for joining us. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us on any of the socials at Listen Brilliant on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. And you can also go to brilliantobservations.com. And we are also brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week. Fantastic. Bye. Bye.